Welcome into Siouxland Sports Insider High School Tourney Trail episode. Uh, Marty Millard uh, joined by Mitch McCumber. Mitch, you ready for some tournament time? I, I don't know if you are or not, but uh, it's it's here regardless. And uh, girls matchups already set in the tournament uh, style, at least for the Iowa side. Yep. Um, and actually into some the South Dakota side, but the guys still has to be uh, settled in South Dakota play. And we're starting to kind of even things out in the guys' play. We should know all of our seedings by, I believe, uh, Wednesday of next week for guys' play all the way up into Class 4A. So, right. I, like I said, if, even if you're not ready for it, you got to yeah, because yeah. The, yeah. the girls are already getting ready to, to make their trips down there. We got some uh, some good representation here in the state of state of Iowa down yeah. at the tournament, especially in the Siouxland area. It should be a fun, hopefully, couple days to watch some basketball for girls' play. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, ladies first. Uh, let's go ahead and discuss them, and then uh, we'll move on to the boys' coverage. So, I had the the privilege of being able to go to the Sergeant Bluff uh, versus Des Moines Christian game that was mm-hmm. held uh, there and uh, in Denison. And, you know, it was a – if you were a Sergeant Bluff fan, you were a little nervous to start. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It yep. started off a 10-0 run. Uh, Des Moines Christian, they got a tall group of girls, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, they're – their do it all um, it, it came in and had uh, start off two for two from the from three uh, and she's a junior they returned two juniors they lost two seniors but the rest of that team is sophomore so this team again is gonna you know gain some experience through this game but in the beginning Marty I'm telling you like it was it was very quiet on the sergeant bluff side you know he's still trying to morale yep. the girls to get in 10-0 deficit before Hardy's first time out um, definitely was uh, was uneasy on the sideline. Mm-hmm. But then they kind of started to ease into the game after the first couple fouls, really starting to get used to having a body on a body. Shots started to fall for Sergeant Bluff. They started to kind of pull away. And then the hot shooting for Des Moines Christian kind of zoned out after half. But, I mean, there's, there's so much talk that we can talk about uh, Emma Salker all year. And we obviously talked about, you know, the, the injury to, to Peyton Hardy. Yeah. But, the, the the unsung hero of this team and this their main ball handler and their their really perimeter shooter and and Maddie Hinkle had herself a game twenty one points yeah, eight rebounds uh, she was very assertive shot eight to twelve from the field just basically the basket that Sergeant Bluff needed when they needed to get it um, and she got really good help uh, Caitlin Sale I thought had a really good game seven points two boards um, Alexa Trover came in had seven points. Uh, and you had it, it kind of felt like even scoring for 56 points it felt like the ball moved a lot uh, better than than what it could sure um, and obviously they were limited on what they could do because Des Moines Christian is so tall I'm telling you Marty this starting five yeah. uh, for this team I th- had to average right around six feet they had some tall wow. interior girls and they had girls even though they were tall could stretch the floor they could shoot mm-hmm. like in the beginning of the game I, I don't know if they missed a shot the first five <laughs> six minutes of the game uh, but the, the game really started to slow down for Sergeant Bluff, especially in that second half. You know, having that, that huge uh, student section there definitely helped them out as well. And we saw this team mature as they should with the, the senior-led team that they had. And, you know, they, they punched their ticket to the, the state tournament. And, you know, obviously you got a ton of fans happy in the Sergeant Bluff area that they're going to be, you know, even though – Gas prices are a little high right now, filling their cars up and driving down to uh, definitely worth the trip to the wells. And you know, I think you got a good team, you got a five seed looking Mm -hmm. at the tournament brackets here. The one seed Unity Christian, 
Uh, they'll face off against Assumption, and you have the 4-5 matchup versus an Estherville Lincoln Central team who you kind of vote – I think they vote well against. Yeah. Uh, they play that game 6:45 on Monday down at the Wells Fargo Arena, and, you know, they, they win. And I'm not going to pick my favorite to, to win the brackets, but you probably favor Unity Christian Sergeant Bluff matchup if they were to win. Mm-hmm. That matchup I still like a lot too, you know. I would have liked it more a little bit with Peyton Hardy in the lineup, of course. Right. But I think they have a good enough shot to if in the way that they're rolling, if they shoot the ball well like they did in the game in the second half against the Des Moines Christian School, it, look out. This team's this team's very hot at the right time and they they're looking to make a lot of noise down at the tournament because I know a lot of people are looking and going Sergeant Bluff a 5 seed, they lost 4 games. Probably, honestly, out of all these teams, probably one of the hardest schedules um, in girls' basketball, especially in the 3A bracket. You know, this team's battle-tested, and they know exactly what they're going to get when they go down tournament play. And I think they're they're poised to make at least one, if not two, upsets. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. And, again, I'm, I'm going to beat the drum for uh, head coach Hardy because he had a difficult situation with his daughter going down with injury um credit the seniors for for keeping the band together so to speak and uh the coaching staff obviously has done a great job so everything's translated on the floor and then showed up in the win column so um heck yeah go down there and uh you know play as hard as you can see how far you can get but this team's very deserving uh of making the tournament it's a very very good team and i'm excited uh, to see how things play out for them in, in des moines Definitely. Another team playing in Des Moines too, Marty, is the Bishop Healing Girls. We we kind of figured this team was going to be there. We didn't want to count our chickens before they hatch. Right. And they played a very tough Lamar's team for the third time. A lot closer meeting than what we would have thought. 45-50 was the score of that one. Yeah. They go in. I'm I'm, I'm texting you. I'm like, yeah. hey, they played Lamar's close. Mm-hmm. They, they, you got a more you know, almost an even more talented Spencer team coming to town. We could we could possibly see an upset. Healing and Coach uh, Coolstra go, not so fast, my friend, <laughs> and and pull off a decisive win against Spencer, sixty-seven to forty-two. Uh, I mean, and it was it was all healing all yeah. the time, and and they had ten point scores from three of their gals, um, even some some bench points, uh, almost eclipsed ten points, uh, and they just really they played really good basketball free throw percentage they were 10 to 12 from the line had 21 boards and then the, they're all important 13 steals on the game that's going to win you a lot of games and I think that's going to bode well for them when they get down here and and they get into their matchups because Marty they got a three seed so the the, yeah. the tournament style and the committee were like we know they have two losses uh, this 4A bracket is kind of beat up. You see on um, you see three losses, five losses, six losses, seven losses. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys have, have thrown haymakers back and forth and been in some battles. And they they are, they were confident in Heelan's ability. They could possibly meet up if, with a hot-shooting Glenwood team. That would be my favorite matchup in, yeah. in the 4A bracket. A really good shooting Glenwood team versus a really hardy defensive uh, Bishop Heelan team. It's Can defense – take you to another championship or can defense win you championships or is offense going to be going to reign key in for a basketball for girls this year? I think it's a great matchup. Obviously they still have to get through their first round matchup. Yeah. That being Tuesday at five o'clock 
uh, against a very good Waverly Shell Rock team. I see yeah. Waverly Shell Rock has, uh, I feel like, a good team in almost every sport every single year. They're one of those teams that they just kind of pick and choose from people from around the area, and they're just always good at almost everything. Um, so it's kind of an annoyance because, oh, Waverly Shell Rock's here again. <laughs> but Helan's going to, under Darren Kuser, is going to build that too to where people look at a 4A bracket in basketball and go, yep, Helan's here again. Because – we talked about how young this team is and how good they, they have been getting as the season's gone on. And they just show you, like, they can take a lump in, in a teaching moment like they did against Lamar's. They've still won that game. And then they put all their keys together and then have a couple days to regroup for a, a really, really good Spencer team and then put all the puzzles pieces together and go out and dominate a basketball game. You give this team some time to prepare – they can make easy work of this bracket. Yeah, they really can. And um, just going back to that Spencer game, that that included a 17-0 run uh, by the Lady Crusaders, and they could turn the lights out very quickly. And then uh, credit uh, Coach Coolstra, as we've said, he's returning to the scene of the crime two years ago. He walked off the floor a state champion, uh, had the one-year hiatus, and was back this year. Um, so, uh, you know, very experienced as far as – taking part in state tournaments, uh, you know, two-time state champ, and uh, been there, done that kind of thing. So I just – I like the way this team's playing right now. They're firing on all cylinders, and they can absolutely uh, run the race down there in Des Moines. So uh, wish them well, and, uh, you know, we'll have – I'll have time to catch up with him uh, during practice here at some point uh, before they head down to Des Moines. Yeah, and if you hadn't checked it out, do check it out on the website and on uh, – Spotify as well. We did have a sit down with yes. with Darren. Uh, very enlightening. He's super fun to talk to, and uh, you know, just obviously the the man understands basketball. Yep. Um, and it's it's. I know if I was if I had a girl or if I was, you know, playing basketball, I'd want him to be my coach. He just gets the game, yeah. and uh, you know, it's it's crazy. Not very many coaches can win a state title, come off. Yeah. and go right back and do it all again yeah, it's exactly. it's it's not as easy as it as he makes it no. seem but uh you know he's doing it and obviously he's going to credit his his girls and he's got a an absolute loaded lineup uh and, and like i said we're going to be looking forward to covering this team for at least the end of this year and then obviously in the next year because yeah. he returns They're basically loaded. everyone they're loaded yep. uh and we um, marty we were so close to having three siouxland teams represent us uh, our hearts go out to to the East High uh, Lady Raiders. Uh, they lost a, a close game to a really really good Ankeny Centennial team, uh, forty one to forty six. They were up after the first yeah. quarter. Then Ankeny uh, Centennial kind of gave uh, them a fair shot, and there just it wasn't enough to to come back from you know. But the their seniors they they did they poured it all out for this team. Uh, Kylie Vondrack, Megan Calhoun. Uh, Kayla Benson, uh, Taylor Drent, Addie Harris, um, Liv Wells, but uh, the, the sophomore and the, the the one that basically got the keys handed to her for next year, yeah. um, Alex Flattery Alex, uh, yep. had a had a great game, 13 points, mm-hmm. uh, you know, only three boards, uh, but she was she shot the the best out of out of the team, um, three point percentage, two for two for three, just four or seven from the field, um, and if you look at the stats categories wise. 
Um, you know, Centennial had seven more rebounds, which is gonna gonna definitely hurt you mm-hmm. in this uh, categories. But they shot about the same percentage from free a uh, yep. three, and they shot about the same percent from the free throw line, except for Centennial got to the line more than he uh, than uh, the Raiders did um, by uh, four or excuse me by six times, end up winning by five points. You know, that's gonna end up being the difference in a lot of games, but you know, give them credit. Uh, you know, it's it's not that they lost and they they, they should have won um, in, in any game like that or anything. But this Ankeny Centennial team is a good team. They got the third seed in, yeah. in 5A for the tournament. So you put your best effort against what the rankings projects to be the third best team available left in, in 5A play. And there's some teams down here, Marty, and it's yeah. it's crazy. You got number one overall, Johnston, 23-0. I think they're probably the heavy favorite that you would have going into the tournament. Des Moines Roosevelt, really good. Um, you play West Des Moines Valley, Ankeny Centennial, Waterloo West, Iowa City High, Pleasant Valley, Dowling Catholic. Yeah. A lot of your teams that are around the Des Moines area. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, East did a, a tremendous job representing the city of Sioux City. Um, in the tournament uh, and, and during the season, too. You know, I definitely would have looked at this team and been like, yeah, they can make a tournament run, but to play that quality of a game against Ankeny Centennial, obviously you want to win, but nothing to to be mad about there no, walking can't, off the can't, court. Can't hang your head at all. And, no. uh, Coach Drent and his staff did a wonderful job this year and uh, no shame in dropping that one. And obviously they were, they were close to advancing uh, to Wells Fargo. So um, – that does it for the East girls there. And then uh, we were going to check in on the DV girls. Yes. Uh, Dakota Valley actually playing right now as we speak, Marty, against Lennox in their second-round matchup. They faced Parker in the first round, uh, Dakota Valley getting the one seed. Uh, they won 56-30. to 30, and, uh, They're going to mm-hmm. try to keep it rolling here against the Lennox team, who beat uh, the Canton Seahawks 50-45. Uh, to 45. And, you know, if they end up winning, I was hoping we would get a – Vermilion yeah. uh, Dakota Valley matchup again, mm-hmm. but unfortunately Dakota Valley rematches um, the winners, so everything will get switched up here. Um, hoping everything goes well for the DV girls that they do end up getting a win against Lennox, um, and then whoever they get matched up against, you know, hopefully we'll we'll be able to to cover them and and go farther down into the tournament. They're obviously led by Rose and Quist, and we've had you know. Some of her her counterparts, women, Jimmy John's player of the games exactly. for yep. for us. Uh, George Vanderhall won the the last Jimmy John's player of the game for Metro Sports. You know, just they do a lot of stuff really well uh, on this team, and and you have the other seniors. This this team's ready to to play for and win a state title in girls basketball in South Dakota, and it's just gonna honestly, whoever they get paired with, just have. Coach Tammy Lilly put a game plan together, handle business, and move on to the next. And that's, I think, is what's going to have to happen for this team. You know, you can't look past anyone, especially, you know, you played in one of the toughest conferences in all of South Dakota in the DAC 12, and you came out with four losses. You know, I think that, and all four of those losses were teams that are ranked in the top 15 to 20 in the state of South Dakota at the time. So, you put yourself up against good competition. You won the games you're supposed to win, and you probably want some of the games you lost back. But this is the time where you 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 go in, you tie your shoes like everyone else. Yep. You, you have your record at 0-0. No one's better than anyone. 
you know, we throw the records out and you just play basketball. And I think they're confident with their five girls that they have on the floor that they can match up with anyone in the state. And I really do think they can. It's just going to be if they can get consistent play out of all five of those girls at the same time. And they could be having a banner drop down next year for, for a state title. Yeah, exactly. Very, very capable team and a very experienced team, too. So uh, uh, love to see them reach that title game. And like you say, drop a banner. That'd be great. Yeah, and we'll move on to their boys who play Lennox in their final regular season final game yep. on, on Friday. And that, the, the boys sitting at a crisp 19-0 right now. Uh, and I don't know what they can do wrong, Marty. Yeah. I've watched them, and they're really good. They're they're really good, and it's they don't really have a, a weakness. You know, if you you look around and you're like, all right, the well, we can we can beat them inside because we have mm-hmm. a, a strong big. Seen it? You can't beat it. Yep. Well, we can we can try to outshoot them. <laughs> you can't try to outshoot the Bruns. No. The Bruns magic and and Rosenquist, you can't do that. No, there's there's no defensive wrinkle I've seen a coach throw at them they that they handle. that they can't counter and handle. Yeah. You yeah. can't play zone against them; they'll carve that zone up. You can't play man against them because there's not a man they'll beat you off the dribble. Yeah, yeah they'll they'll beat mm-hmm. you off the dribble, and they're just so athletic in their guard play. And even their big uh, Tish Winger's been a stud sophomore. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. a physical presence. He's they, they said he's put on some some weight since last year. And it's it's good weight. It's physical, meaty weight mm-hmm. um, down low. But he he can also stretch the floor and shoot threes. He's sure. a matchup nightmare. This team goes farther than that. Jackson Hennis can pull up from anywhere. Um, Sam Falmo, Braden Majors are good. Joseph Bryant. I mean, this team is is deep and it's got quality and, and they're good. And then you look all the way down the, the, the line here, and all of a sudden you look at their a freshman that's on varsity, and you're like, that's weird. <laughs> and you got another Bruns coming up. Yeah, it's, that, yeah. I don't, I, they, they have they're, a factory they're, going they're, on. They're a team, I like to say, that uh, they, they'll take you out to sea and drown you, or they'll just beat you in the sandbox. So, I mean, like you say, they're kind of like a Swiss Army knife. They've got a lot of different things uh, that they can throw at teams, and it's, you know – uh, if somebody wants to try and take something away, some somebody else will beat them. So, just just a well-rounded team. Coach Kleist does a great job with them, and ex- I mean you can't do better than undefeated. And uh, I'll, I'll honestly, I sit here tonight and I'll be shocked if they get beat. To be honest with you. Yeah, I think they got. I mean, matchups are everything, and it's really going to depend on who they match up with. Um, it'd be really interesting to see a team that's already played them and kind of knows how to game plan off of them would be a huge disadvantage for Dakota Valley. Um, just because watching film doesn't do it justice. I right. mean, you can, I, we rewatch yeah. games that we broadcast on Metro sports and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, just you're trying to dissect what they do, um, to where a, a coach could pick apart it. And it's, it's super hard to, cause there's, there's not much yeah. they do wrong. They're, they're not going to beat themselves. That's for sure. No, I've seen, I've seen quarters and halves where Isaac Bruns doesn't have his best performance and then mm-hmm. we're like okay well it's maybe just a, a time where Randy Rosenquist Rosie, is going to take yeah, over or yeah. Jackson Winger is going to take over and you mm-hmm. were going to have a and I, there was a game that we covered where Bruns didn't have a, a good half at all comes out in the second half didn't play exceptionally well in the second half but still played good enough to, for his team to get a win and you look at the score column and he had 25 points it's like yeah he's how can a player of the year candidate have a quiet 25 points when he would have had like eight at the half? It's just, 
this team just, like you said, it just they lull you to sleep. And we had games that were close. Um, the game that they just last had against Madison, close game. They were down at a point. Mm-hmm. And then by the midway point of the, the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter, we had a running clock. 30-point yeah. def- yeah. deficit Madison had. Mm-hmm. It's just I, I don't know how to explain it other than it's really unfathomable. I, I haven't seen a team in this area play as collectively and as good as this Dakota Valley boys team has. And I'll sit in the same chair as you, um, and, and I'll say that I, I don't know if there's a team in the state of yeah. South Dakota that can beat this DV team. That's definitely the way I feel. So we'll now move into um, where we have state qualifiers going yep. on. Uh, start off in 1A, and my, my favorite team, Rems and St. Mary's. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's hard not to like a team that's undefeated, but uh, they, they handled business first round against Akron Westfield, 73-25. to 25. Yeah. Then they played Hartley Melvin, Hartley Melvin Sanborn, 62-22. to 22. And then they played South O'Brien, and then all of a sudden the ball just stopped going in the net, and they won. Yeah. They still won, twenty nine yeah. to twenty three. I looked at that score, and I was like, something has to be wrong. That's yeah. got to be like a halftime yeah. score. No, just they they drained the clock, used every possession. Um, a, a, not a great night shooting for either team, mm-hmm. and but they won ugly, and I like that. I like that yeah. out of a team in the playoffs. If you win ugly, it's still a win, and that's all that matters. They go up against a very, very hot New Fonda team who beat River Valley first round 92-21, Kingsley Pearson 69-50. Unfortunately, they beat Woodbury Central, who gave a great effort up, uh, 51-71. And now they meet in Sioux Center. Uh, it's uh, be Saturday would be the game at yep. 7 o'clock. Remsen St. Mary's New Fonda for a chance to go to state. I mean, <sighs> Of 1A basketball, Marty, I don't know what more you could ask for. You got probably one of one, if not two, of the hottest teams in the state playing. They got Newell Fonda has five, six guys that can really play. We've seen seen this Remsen St. Mary's group where they're five deep of a hundred yeah. point scores. It, it's unfortunate that one they, team's gonna yes. have their season come to an end. They're both they're both deserving of playing in Wells Fargo. Right? I would have loved to have seen both teams at the state tournament, but unfortunately just how seeding play is. And that 1A bracket is just loaded. 1A and 2A yeah. this year, just a ton of talented teams. Mm-hmm. Um, not much disparity between them all, and they all can really play the game of basketball really well. Um, but interesting to see who wins that one on Saturday. I'm definitely going to be tuning in and watching that one. Um, would uh, like to get up there, but there's – a game, like I just said, there's a game in two-way that's being played on Saturday at the same time same in time, Spencer yeah. High School, and mm-hmm. it's the Giant Slayers in Rock Valley, Rock Valley. Yep. versus Esterville Lincoln Central. And the Giant Slayers take out Unity Christian. Yep. They take out Boyden Hall. Yeah, Boyden Hall, the I team know. I talked about for yeah. most of the year, mm-hmm. 20-2 and two Boyden Hall team. Amazing. And got beat by 17 points almost in both games that they played against them during the year, come around, it's hard to beat the same team three times. Absolutely. It's hard to beat the same team twice. Yeah. But to do it three times, almost impossible. And that's exactly why Rock Valley gets to win against Boyden Hall, 59-61, and really can now etch their way into a, a state tournament. You know, they, they're, their record's not bad. 18-5, and five, they play a 16-7 Esther Lincoln Central team. I think both these teams play really complimentary basketball to each other. I would just honestly, right now, playing off the hot hand, 
I don't know if anyone's going to beat Rock Valley until I see it because my favorite to win the entire thing was Boyden Hall. Yeah. They go in and they play Boyden Hall and beat them. And they held them to a low scoring uh, – uh, 59 points for Boyden Hall. If you said that, and and I think you would be like, well, they're probably going to lose. 59 is nothing. They, the yeah. game before they played a really good West Lion team and beat them 90-50, to 90-53. Yeah. <laughs> so – uh, I think you got to ride the hot hand, Marty, and I got to go Rock Valley in this one. Um, I don't know if you're going to pick a, a winner or a loser in that one, but uh, what uh, are your I, thoughts in that matchup? Well, I, I like just the momentum that Rock Valley has right now. And coming off that big win, there's there's no better momentum um, than, than that. So I think they stay hot, and I think they, they continue to move on. There you go. We'll move into Class 3A. Spencer takes on a Storm Lake Tornadoes team who is – Really on the up and up, they played a highly contested game against MLC Floyd Valley, winning 64 to 63. Right. Now they they handled the top seed Spencer at Spencer High School. Um, this being played actually right now as we speak. Uh, Spencer coming in with a 19 and three record. I think they were the favorite to win this bracket. I believe um, so. Yeah. If, if they get past Storm Lake, they play the winner of Humboldt and Lamar's, who beat Sergeant Bluff earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Sergeant Bluff, you know, as much as they tried this year, they just didn't have enough. Uh, in them, I don't. With no seniors on the team, it's really hard yeah. to get a uh, you know a team. Especially if you watch this team play last year, there's one guy that played minutes last year that is playing on this team right now, and and that's Tyler Smith, and that's a lot to ask out of your junior um, ball handler. Is hey, you know the offense, no one else does. Let's just put the ball in your hand and let you go to work. Yep. Um, and they tried to get some guys going, but just wasn't enough. A lot with with Dreckman and Calhoun. And, and hard to handle. And and, and when they get shots going up and start hitting threes, that's why I think Humboldt can get into trouble. If you if you relax and think that, you know, Lamar's got an easier matchup playing at home mm-hmm. and, and you kind of go off on some defense, Dreckman will pull up from three steps inside where the logo is. Like he they're not afraid to shoot the ball. And they got size in Calhoun who can rebound. That was the other thing that hurt Sergeant Bluff. If you don't have size, you know, Calhoun hasn't isn't the the greatest big we've ever seen right but he's uses his size well mm-hmm. he's a good interior scorer he's a good shot blocker you know and and this team will will get you going to where all of a sudden you look at the scoreboard and be like man Dreckman already hit four threes and we're down nine like yeah. and they won't let you get back into no, the game they, they play they, some really they, good defense they as step well on your throat defensively and so really so humble will have to to look out too they're playing the game tonight well and then their uh championship game the the winners of the spencer storm lake and the humble lamar's game will be played on monday at mm-hmm. seven o'clock at north high school north high. Yep. so if anyone in the area that would want to catch a, a really good quality really good game, game no matter yeah. what four teams make it yep. uh, i think it'd be a great great one obviously it'd be a chance to go to state i would assume that that gym would be absolutely packed too as well uh, should be a good one going on there and then it brings us to 4a and the matchups that we have coming Tomorrow. Now, yep. tomorrow, West, who beats a, a surprisingly beats uh, North High team 58 to 64. So they squeaked away when yeah. normally early in the season they had handled business. Goes on the road and plays a very tough Ankeny team. I think ranked at least two in the state as of right now. They're 17 and four. Not a lot Ankeny's done wrong all year. It's going to take any complete and total effort for Susie West to keep this game close. Um, unfortunately with, with just being the, the bias that I am playing at home, it's hard, 
uh, to lose, and especially the way Ankeny's been playing this year. I think West goes down. I would just like to see a close game out of West and, and kind of build on it for, for next year. Uh, but all in all, all in all, for uh, what they've done for the year, I mean, you know, you're, you're the seven wins you had, if you could make it eight wins and beat Ankeny, that's the cap on the season. I mean, you could still then go on and win some more games. Yeah. But I think what they've done this year is, is more than enough than what they had to do. Um, you know, I think a lot of people wrote the ship off early for them, but, you know, for them to bounce back and win one game in the state tournament, you, you can't ask for much more. And then you go to the lower side of the bracket where you have Sioux City's first Waukee. Now, we talked about this matchup earlier, yeah. and you talked with Coach Raz Vanderlewitt and some of the players today as well, which will probably be on the website. Yeah. Check the website out, uh, SiouxLandSportsInsider.com. Uh, we have a coach interview up and a couple key junior players for Sioux City East. That, that should be uh, a great matchup. Waukee's uh, big nursing and a little bit of an ankle injury. Um, from what we've been hearing, so you know we'll see how uh, East likes to attack that. But even at a 13 and 10 record, this Waukee team is is a little bit scary. Yeah, uh, they really you, are. They can they can flat shoot. Um, they've got uh, a, a guard, Cade Littlefield, six foot one junior guard. Uh, this kid's hitting 48 percent from deep. Um, he's hit 40 of 82 three point attempts. Dang. I mean that it's not like he's shooting 48 percent and. I think I said earlier to Raz, you know, gee, it wasn't off 12 shots or 13 shots, you know. And then uh, Cooper Randall, uh, another kid, over 43 pointers so far this season for them. So East is really going to have to good, do a good job identifying those shooters um, in transition and uh, run them off that three-point line. Coach talked about that uh, today when I was there at practice and uh, pretty much understood by, by the team there. So – um, that'll be a good game. I'm going to head over and watch that one tomorrow night and uh, look forward to uh, seeing the outcome there. Yeah, both games tomorrow night, 7 o'clock tip for both games. East plays at East High School. Ankeny and West play at Ankeny High School. The winners will then go and play at Fort Dodge on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Uh, and, you know, that game, obviously, hopefully we can get an East-Ankeny matchup. would be awesome. Yeah. An East-West matchup would be even greater if, if yeah. West were to giant yeah. slay and take out mm -hmm. Ankeny. Um, and then the, tomorrow's game, if you're not able to make it, uh, Metro Sports is doing an audio-only broadcast yeah. on that game as well. You can always uh, plug and look at that. We'll have the link up on Twitter as well for you. Um, audio-only, unfortunately, no video for that game. But, I mean, if you can't be there – it's basically better than radio. You're going to have Pat Schultz on the call. What better to ask for than that? <laughs> um, so if you can't make it, tune into that uh, that there. And then, you know, who's to know what's going to happen on Tuesday? You know, hopefully we get a yeah. really good matchup and we're able to to submit one team from the, the Siouxland area into almost every single bracket, 3A uh, or 1A through 4A here in basketball. And we'll be able to cheer both on guys and girls' side, Marty. But other than that, I mean – you can't ask for a better basketball season. I think all in no. all, it's been in the ups and downs and some of the hurrahs and, and the surprise teams that have came out this year. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's kind of like storybook written. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I've I was, been. I was just gonna say, there's a lot of good stories out there. Just teams that you know, maybe their season has come to an end, um, but uh, you know, these kids create their memories with these friends. There's camaraderie between your teammates. And, uh, you know, basketball's fun, and March Madness is fun, and I'm ready to experience some of that. Yeah, and, and no matter what school you cheer for, it's obviously, if you're in, in the Sioux City metro area, it's, it's good to, 
to get in and cheer for the local teams because I mean, hey, if a team goes down and wins the state tournament and you beat them in the season, yeah, you basically a, a state champ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. basically yeah. a state champ and you beat the yep. state champs. So no, I think it's going to be some great basketball being played here. Obviously, we got a lot of games tonight and tomorrow, and then the concluders coming up on Monday and Tuesday and next week. We'll have the full slate for for basketball, and then part of the early slate for the girls basketball um, down at the state tournament next time on our podcast. Yep. Um, but other than that, Marty, man, phew, yeah. basketball season is coming to an end. It's sad. I but know. March is the best time of year, and I'm so so excited to be able to cover this basketball. Yeah, it'll be great. So stay tuned to SiouxlandSportsInsider.com and SSI Twitter, and we'll keep you up to date. Thanks for joining us.